This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, October 21st, 2016. I'm Caleb Brown. The Citizens United case made it easier for corporations and unions to engage in direct political advocacy. So did the outcome of that case pave the way for Michael Moore's new film about Donald Trump? Trevor Burris, a research fellow at the Cato Institute, comments. When Citizens United, the case, came before the U.S. Supreme Court, how important was the method of distribution of the film? It was the biggest question originally. Citizens United was argued twice in front of the Supreme Court. In the first time it came up, there were, I won't get into the four complex questions, but sort of the biggest question that the court was asked to decide is whether or not pay-per-view distribution of a movie uh, gave them an exemption, just a little exemption for them from the general prohibition on corporate funding of, of campaign ads. They made this Hillary the movie, but they were distributing it via pay-per-view. And this sort of changes the FEC's mandate. The FEC is, you can kind of think of them as a huge um, j- uh, judge blocking certain things from seeing the American jury from seeing it in the way that the j- a judge says, oh, the jury can't see that and leave the courtroom. The FEC's job is to screen things beforehand and say who can say who can say this and who can't say this or what they have to say when they say this. Evidence and, that is not admissible. Exactly. And, you know, so so the before the rule was that corporate spe- paid speech is not admissible to the American electorate. Uh, you could sort of characterize it that way. Uh, but they meant ads. They meant the kind the, the sort of danger that they're trying to stop theoretically is people seeing stuff, hearing it on their car radio and telling them to vote for things and that influencing the voters in some sort of illegitimate way, which creates a corruption inference. But if you it's pay-per-view and you want you say, I want to go watch that and I'm going to pay to watch that, you're saying, I want that to influence me. It's like people saying, I don't understand the objection to uh, pornographic films because you have to pay to see them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like they don't just like appear anywhere. So, so Citizens United wanted to do pay per view, and that was the really big question: is this general prohibition on corporate speech? Was there a what we would call as lawyers an as applied challenge that would that constitutionally exempted Citizens United for, because it used pay per view? And in the course of the oral argument, the, it changed. Uh, but of course, the reason this is interesting today and now is this actually hasn't gone away. Uh, pay-per-view or iTunes, let's say if you buy a movie on iTunes, it's still unclear what kind of what kind of distribution mechanism that is. And that's why Michael Moore's situation has come back uh, again in the saga of Michael Moore and Citizens United. So here we have Michael Moore's new film is Michael Moore in Trumpland, which is was he said was a surprise movie, although it was well known that he was shooting a lot of material uh, leading up to this. But uh, you argue that it's possible that that film would have been illegal to distribute at this point in the election, which he's he is doing, without the Citizens United ruling. Yes, it's Citizens United makes it easier. So first of all, let's make let's just clarify the terms. Michael Moore and Doggy Dog Films and Miramax or whoever is actually distributing this movie. Uh, are corporations who paid for this movie. And if in this movie, which the New York Times described actually is less a hit piece on Trump and more of an encomium to Hillary Clinton, but either way, he's supporting a candidate for federal election, which is the triggering 
uh, the triggering element, you have to be supporting a candidate that would have it be the kind of political speech that the FEC is concerned with. Which Hillary now, the movie was. Exactly. Which Fahrenheit 9-11 was. Yes, they uh, were concerned with it, but Fahrenheit 9-11 got a free pass. Uh, the question in this case would be whether or not Michael Moore, so Citizens United said he's allowed to do this. Citizens United was allowed to make Hillary the movie, and Michael Moore and Miramax and Doggy Dog or whatever his distributor is are allowed to make these political movies. But now they would have to report. Uh, Citizens United said you still have to report. Uh, if you spend more than $250 and you do some direct advocacy, you still have to report. And so Michael Moore's movie, it still exists on a line that has been unclear about whether or not he would have to register with the FEC and disclose his donors because of this movie. Now, he consulted lawyers beforehand, hopefully, about whether or not he's allowed to do this. And because he's distributing it in the way he's distributing it, it probably falls into that pay-per-view exception, which probably still exists but was never entirely decided by Citizens United. The whole point being is that this is incredibly convoluted still. Uh, before Citizens United, Michael Moore could have claimed that this was allowed by Citizens United because it was a, it went under the pay-per-view exception. But even after Citizens United, we know he can do it. But now the next question is, does he have to report? And reporting you know, is a big deal. It actually can carry criminal penalties. I think he probably doesn't have to report. But these laws are insanely convoluted. Uh, anyone who's going to do political speech, I advise you to get a lawyer. And this is the problem. I, I, I wrote a piece on this, and, and before I've done campaign finance policy since I've come to Cato, I'm not a practitioner. I don't help people comply with campaign finance laws. I sent the piece and talked to two very experienced lawyers, Andrew Grossman and Alan Dickerson, just to make sure that I, that we, do we have we figured out what YouTube is, what sort of broadcasting thing YouTube is, have we figured out whether or not iTunes movies are different. This is how crazy the world is, and I needed to call experienced lawyers to even write this piece. And the the distinction that I want to draw is everything that we've been talking about so far just now and everything that's been detailed in the piece that you wrote uh, on Medium, which is probably at Cato.org by now, um, none of that relates to the discussion about the influence of money in politics, the way that it's been carried on by advocates of campaign finance reform. Exactly. The, 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 one of the most sort of vapid sentences is, we got to get money out of politics. Corporations aren't people. That too. That's a pretty good one. But we have to get money out of politics. And the real interesting question is, what, is that, what, what does that sentence actually mean? Um, there's a lot money in politics in different ways. There's the New York Times. There's movies like Fahrenheit 9-11. There's movies like Hillary the Movie, which Citizens United came out of. There's movies like this new Michael Moore movie. There are commercial there, blogs. There are commercial blogs. What it means to have money... And then that's one question, actually. The second question is in politics. Actually, you could told. So and everything about campaign finance law tries to make triggering things, uh, to define triggering moments, which is why it gets very surreal. Like, like in politics is defined now as if you say vote for or vote against. That, that's when that, that comes down. Um, and 
and then you could say, well, but this he doesn't say vote for or vote against, but like, it's basically a large campaign ad for Hillary Clinton, which I'm just assuming. That's what I've read. I haven't seen it yet. Um, and so he could try to avoid saying these magic words like, no, 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 it's not in politics. It's political, but it's not in politics, so I don't have to register with the FEC. And his lawyers would argue in front of the FEC. And I guarantee the other part of this is that some conservative group, maybe Citizens United, uh, will file a complaint to the FEC about this movie, probably. Um, and the FEC will have to review whether or not this movie violates certain campaign laws and requires reporting. And of course, again, reporting, I mean, it's about Trump. Uh, he might become president, probably not, but hopefully not, but he might become president. Um, but if Trump becomes president and Michael Moore has to disclose the donors and the people who funded a movie that was against him, then we see a really good example of why disclosure can be harmful, especially with the thin-skinned, litigious man like Donald Trump. So, and it's also interesting because where the FEC has to draw lines, and it's almost like they're filling in the role of the Motion Picture Association of America saying, well, this qualifies as this thing, this doesn't qualify as this thing. And uh, MPAA, of course, when they review movies, they don't tell filmmakers what to change about them to get a better rating. But the FEC would say, clearly this uh, expression is something that we cannot allow or that engaging in this particular expression triggers certain potential criminal penalties for you for having said it said something this way and not that way. Exactly. That's how surreal it is. And if we look back at the Fahrenheit 9-11 example, because let's be honest, I mean, I don't think Michael Moore would disagree. The man makes movies to influence politics. And he released this movie now to influence voters before the election. Um, I mean, he could have released it after, but what's the point? He, he, he wanted to release it close to the election to influence voters close to the election. Um, so on some basic level, he's trying to influence politics. He spent a lot of money on this movie, so he's trying to influence politics. So, Which you would argue that's when you want to release those exactly. kinds of things, right? If you want to have an influence on people's minds, you want to be you want to communicate with them directly at a moment where they're empowered to make a decision. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is the kind of thing that we wish our friends on the left understood a little bit more, and especially someone like Michael Moore, is of course Michael Moore should be able to do this. He shouldn't even have to worry about what magic words he says or doesn't say or whether or not it's on YouTube or whether or not it's on iTunes, which triggers different requirements or could trigger different requirements. The man's job, his dedication, his life's mission is to convince people that he's right. The problem is if we start to say, oh, well, now the Koch brothers are totally different, though. And of course, that's probably what Michael Moore would say. He would probably say, well, the Koch brothers are different because they personally want to gain from this or something like that. And that does bring us back to the basic point of campaign finance laws is that we want to stop people from bribing candidates and personally gaining from these things. But drawing these distinctions becomes absolutely, I mean, I would say, absurd at the very least, and, and it's nonsensical from a legal compliance standpoint. And if you're a lawyer advising someone how to comply with these laws, you basically say, well, there's a huge black box in the middle of the road. We're not exactly sure what that means. Just drive all the way around it. Actually, you're probably better off not even speaking in this election if you're not going to spend, you know, if you're only going to spend $1,000, just, you know, just don't even do it. It doesn't even matter. So the question really here at this point for this film is whether or not the film triggers uh, the uh, filings that the FEC would require of of whom? Of 
people who independent people or organizations, and after citizens are that can include corporations who independently spend more than two hundred fifty dollars in a federal in a federal election on a broadcast transmission, advocating for or against the election of a candidate for federal office. I mean, I know that just sounded like the most. I saw your eyes glaze over, Caleb. But like th- those are the things. Whether so, all these things. Uh, it, is it worth more than two hundred fifty dollars? Uh, well, the movie that's pretty clear. There are some weird cases where they just debate whether or not it's worth more. But this movie is clear. Um, is it broadcast? Mm, that's, that's, that's a little bit interesting. We're not sure about that. And I believe uh, Justice Kennedy in the Citizens United case asked about Kindle books. Yes. Exactly. Are, is that a broadcast transmission? Yeah, it comes over the Wi-Fi and you get a book over Is that a broadcast transmission? I mean, YouTube is the one that's right on the forefront right now because everything has changed. Everything is changing all the time and how we're seeing political communication. So what what things should the FEC should be, should be regulating? And if the, the people on the left of the FEC, because the, the com- commission is split, 3-3 statutorily split. The people on the left want to get the government involved in YouTube and they want to get the government involved in iTunes and Facebook and really almost anything you can name because this they have a whole holy war to make free speech or political speech fair. I'm putting that in scare quotes, whatever that means. And then that would be terrifying. Uh, I, I mean, Michael Moore should have just been allowed to release this on YouTube, but he probably didn't because of these fears. I'm not going to speak for I'm just sort of surmising. But imagine the FEC regulating YouTube and then going back and, and everyone who puts on a 10-minute political rant like a kid who has, let's say, a kid has 100,000 followers and he does a 10-minute political rant, the FEC will be asking questions at that point about whether or not YouTube is broadcast, about whether or not that video was an in-kind contribution of $250 or more, which means that that kid would have to disclose the people who told him to do this. This is how crazy it could get. And Michael Moore didn't want to even touch that, so he released the movie way is. But you know, Citizens United made it easier to say these corporations can do this, but it's still just a mess. Trevor Burris is a research fellow at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to this podcast with iTunes, Google Play, and with Cato's iOS app. And follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.